Welcome to another episode of Talking Back to the Teacher, the only podcast where it's perfectly acceptable to talk back, clap back, laugh back at and with your favorite teacher. Today's episode's just me. Um, I want to pay homage and give a heartfelt tribute to one of my favorite educators that I had the summer before my last year in college, Dr. Najee Emerson Muhammad. There is now a scholarship named after him at Ohio University um, within the College of Education. He also was uh, an African-American studies professor. Phenomenal man, has great stories, um, can wax poetically in a lot of various realms of education and culture. He has a background in many different religions. Even when you listen to him talk about it, there was a day in class he said, some days I'm Christian, some days I'm Muslim, some days I almost could feel Buddhist, but ultimately I know who I am, which was pretty dope. His family, the the stories he would tell us in class are phenomenal. He had a close relationship with Malcolm X and his family, um, but he, he passed away in 2014. And I just want to make sure his legacy lives on as one of my favorite educators. So this episode of Talking Back to the Teacher is dedicated to Dr. Muhammad. I believe it was March 10th, 2014, that my favorite professor called me and let me know that my second favorite professor had passed away. At that time, and I do this quite often, I had an opportunity to ponder and contemplate about the fragility of life. Dr. Najee Emerson Muhammad was the most challenging professor that I ever had at Ohio University. And that's not because of the difficulty of his course. It's because of the way he made you critically assess and approach every aspect of education. Um, He challenged our philosophy. He challenged our way of thinking. He challenged our approach. He challenged which truth we were going to be allowed to share with our children and students because they are going to be under our tutelage. And he taught me to attack assignments with passion and vigor. The stories of his life are amazing. The first day I took uh, his 400 level class, which actually happened to be the first 400 level class I ever took as an education major. um, He asked a room full of educators, why do you want to be an educator? Actually, he asked, why do you want to be a teacher? Big difference between teaching and education, but we can discuss that another time. I almost jumped at the opportunity to answer it, but I really didn't want to be the overzealous black dude in class, you know, trying to be first to answer it. So I waited. Yo, good move. The innocent girl that raised her hand was called upon and her response was, because I love kids. Dr. Muhammad's response was, are you kidding me? A kid is the name of a goat and pedophiles love kids. So you better think a hell of a lot harder than that. And I'll be honest with that response. I probably left out an expletive or four. (laughs) He set the tone right there. He had me ready to change the world and not through teaching math. His born on research project was amazing and eye opening. Let me explain that project. So what you had to do was take your birthday and go and research microfiche, (laughs) 
the mini films that you put in like to a projector. You had to go research that and find out what was happening um, at multiple points on your birthday in a specific year. For example, I had this class in the summer of 2003. Check that summer of 04. So we first had to check newspapers, magazines, journals, articles, any of those things that really um, happened on that day of the present year. Then we had to go back to our original year of birth and check those same sources if they were still there. For example, I checked New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Chicago Tribune, I think it was, Ebony Magazine, Jet Magazine. At the time, I had my eye on Ohio, so I was looking for something relating to the Columbus Dispatch or the Cleveland Plain Dealer. And then we had to assess what was happening in the culture in which we were interested in. For me in education, to being an African-American, being a minority. And it turned out that even though there was 20 plus years in between those years when I looked at it, some of the same prevalent issues were still relevant 20 years later, had not been addressed, had not been fixed. Um, he gave us his birth year. So we researched what was happening back in those times. Poor quality education for minorities and African-Americans in particular. The issues of, of specific professions being underpaid. All of those things we kind of looked at. We had to assess if anything had actually changed in the amount of time in which we were born to where we currently were. And then we had to tie it to how we felt that related to education. So for me, seeing as there were still issues of low teacher pay, you had a couple different themes of overt or covert racism where you felt or there were specific people groups that still felt they were um, not getting a fair shake. They were clearly being marginalized by their white counterparts or by other folks who had power to enact and enforce change, yet it wasn't really coming for all people. That assignment was amazing. He even came up one day after class in the summer and ate wings and drank a beer with me and my homegirl, Lauren, after we wrapped up his class. His final assignment was give yourself a grade for the class and justify it. It was harder than I thought. I mean, yeah, I wanted the A in the class, but did I actually earn it? So I went back, looked at my assignments, looked at my participation in class. And yeah, I spoke up every day. I had I had very solid grades when it came to that course classes. But I don't know. It wasn't just as easy to give myself an A. I had to make sure I actually earned it. Um, he introduced me to some good writers and some brilliant thinkers. The first one that comes to mind is Cahil Gibran. More importantly, his work, The Prophet. If you haven't, at some point, read the book called The Quotable Soul. I learned to challenge my students very much like he challenged me. One day I was headed into the building of education and I had headphones on and I was headed to his office and he asked me what I was listening to. Then he said, your answer better not piss me off. <laughs> so his eyes lit up when I told him I was listening to John Coltrane. Then he pulled out his collection of miles. Now I'm telling you, this man has CDs in his office. He also had some vinyl in there, too. And that led to a 30 minute conversation about jazz. I was a fan. I really was new to it. Like I, I didn't really rock with it all like that. But thank goodness I did before I came to his class, because when I got to his office, might have pissed him off with what I was listening to. Uh, thank God I had just taken out my Twisters Adrenaline Rush CD. I was listening to that, even though I think it first dropped in 96, 97. 
I still had it uh, in rotation in 2003. The personal stories that I had with him always replay in my head. Black History Month. Everything I do on this podcast is going to be about communication with teachers, students, the growth, the lessons learned, where we're at. My current role right now, I still feel like I can channel a little bit of Dr. Muhammad. I've given him his flowers before he passed. I've reached out to his family after he passed. The stories that he's told, shared with us, kind of stick with me. For Black History Month, one of my favorite educators, Dr. Najee Emerson Muhammad. May you rest in power. May you rest in peace.